All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? And welcome to the Thursday edition. We're making up for not being here on Monday. Got a, I think the title of this episode is going to be COVID has broken everyone. Um, And this episode is almost entirely going to be about the insanity of COVID and what is going on. I know a lot of you are probably thinking, oh my God, how long is there to talk about COVID? Well, there's nothing else to talk about because the world has lost its mind. What has triggered this rant that we are about to go on for the next 45 minutes to an hour? Um, Last night, last night, order pizza for the kids. Um and uh get a knock on the door pizza guy right pizza yeah. guy go to the door i open the door the pizza is on the ground and the pizza guy is standing like 15 feet in the yard with his mask on like staring at me and we're having some kind of like weird standoff thing going on right this second because I'm like, am I supposed to sign this receipt? Do I not have to sign this receipt? And I even ask him, I'm like, uh, you know, because normally they make me sign the receipt and give a tip yeah. and all that stuff. This guy ain't even interested in no tip. He's like, just take the pizza and then then tells me to shut the door and then he will come up and get his bag back and go. So this has to be a company policy that has now been reinstated again. Um, I know that, uh, daycares in churches and things are already closing again. It seems like everyone is starting to lose their mind again. So we are going to talk today about some weird things that have popped up about COVID ways to prevent COVID that you would not expect. We're also going to talk about, uh, the fact that the army can't recruit anybody during COVID. We're going to talk about uh, COVID insane people. We're going to talk about the fact that the CDC just 20 hours ago, the director of the CDC has finally, finally told the truth and released the numbers and statistics for Omicron. Believe it or not. I know it's crazy to imagine, but they actually actually did it which leads to the biggest question of all once i reveal all this information to you why do we still have all of these mandates that is the biggest question um and i believe <clears throat> that it's because covid has broken everyone mentally i mean there is a mental snap that has happened in our society that i don't know if we're ever going to come back from it's like when somebody has like just like a trauma that like it just bam something snaps and it breaks. Yeah. Then they're never the same ever again. I think a large, large percentage of the population is that way. And it's very sad. And we're gonna talk about all of it. But before we do that, we gotta get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, listen, listen. Thank you guys so much for supporting Good Rancher. Sales are off the charts right now, and it's because of you supporting companies that support America, that support free speech and patriotic voices. That's right. Good Rancher saved the Dear America podcast from ruin. 
When Facebook shut us off with monetization, this show was on the brink of extinction because we got bills to pay. We have employees here. But Good Ranchers said, no, we're going to step up. We're going to stand in the arena and stand up for conservative voices to be able to speak. And also, they stand up for the American rancher. That's right. 80% of your bare shelves that you can't even buy anything in the grocery store right now, 80% of that meat doesn't even come from America. So right now, I need you to support the companies that support us. If you love this show and you want to continue to hear this show, then you need to support the companies that support us. So right now, this is it's getting close to the end, guys. This isn't going to be here much longer. Right now, if you go to goodranchers.com slash Graham, you can get a $150 value of 40 free chicken breast with your order. That's right. Right now, you go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham, you order 100% in America, ranched in America, slaughtered in America, meat, real meat, not China meat, you'll get $150 value of free 40 pieces of chicken breast. That's all you got to do. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now and support the companies that support America. Support the companies that support this show. If you love this show, you need to go support Good Ranchers. If you love companies that are willing to take the attacks to the left for standing up for conservative values, you need to go support Good Ranchers. Go right now. $150 for free. 40 free chicken breast right now. Attached to your order. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right. So, random news for today, Zach. Um, Let's go for it. So, you know, everybody always talks about TikTok and everybody raves about TikTok. And last year it overtook Google as the most searched thing or whatnot. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll check it out. Why not? That was 30 days ago. In 30 days, I amassed over 5 million views. Apparently, I'm a very controversial person. I don't know. It's weird. I get hundreds of thousands of likes and followers within a month. Literally, I uploaded five videos. That's it. Five. Wait, that's it total? Total. Five videos. Millions of views. Five videos. Okay? I go to film a video today, and I'm going to upload it to TikTok, and, and I click on the app, and it says I've been permanently banned for multiple violations of community standards. I did not get one email. I did not get one notification. I did not get anything. I just logged on today and I've been permanently banned from TikTok. So it took a month. I it I got I got so many views in 30 days that I got permanently banned <laughs> off of TikTok in a month. I I feel like it's a record. I really do. Uh, it's a badge of honor, in my opinion. Thank you. And I am proud to be a part of the uh, band TikTok community. Um, Ooh, you should start a club. I should. I should start a club. Um, it, it's funny because literally the videos that I posted on TikTok are the videos that I've been posting on Instagram lately. I haven't violated any of Instagram's standards. I haven't been fact-checked. Nothing. So... I don't know. It's weird. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So if you were following me on TikTok, I'm sorry. That's gone. Last, it was a good month. 
It was a good month. It was good while it lasted. All right, so COVID. So a lot of weird things have been coming up here lately um, on things that actually uh, block COVID. Care to guess any? I've got two. Two weird ones. So, that, like, like a mat, like a certain type of thing you can wear on your face to block COVID, or nope, 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 not nope, not quite. Uh, you're not going to guess it, so I'm just going to go ahead and do go it. For it. Uh, New York Post is reporting that some marijuana compounds can block coronavirus from entering the cells. Study finds. That's right, all you weed smokers out there, you are protected from COVID if you smoke. Weed. Some cannabis compounds can prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from entering human cells. But smoking marijuana offers no protection against the illness, according to a study by or Now, isn't that kind of a contradicting thing they just said? Some cannabis compounds can prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from entering the human cells. Wouldn't that be preventing infection? Or am I reading that wrong? Some cannabis compounds can prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from entering human cells. But smoking marijuana offers no protection against the illness. Researchers found that a pair of hemp compounds, I'm not even going to attempt to read those, um, bind to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, blocking a vital step in the deadly bug's path to infect people. Doesn't that mean that it provides... Aren't they contradicting themselves? But they said if you, maybe it's like if you take like CBD pills or something, you'll be okay. But if you smoke marijuana, it does nothing. But if it, like, it does feel like it contradicts itself. If you smoke it, it's not going to help you. But if you have some kind of hemp, it will help you. Yeah. Anyway. I'm confused. I'm confused. Uh, The very first part says that some cannabis compounds can prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from entering human cells. That would, in layman's term prevent the virus correct correct uh, i think this is just like a like they gotta put it out there and be like we're not saying if you smoke weed you don't get covid so it turns out uh snoop dogg was way ahead of his day hey man he was smoking weed every day to prevent covid hey man look get two roach clips going at one time at this point you know just just go just go at it also check this weird crap out also new york post You ready for this? Let's go for it. (laughs) A new experimental nasal spray could prevent people from getting infected with COVID-19 for up to eight hours. So that means every day. Before you you walk outside, you, you suck up a nasal spray. This promising treatment has shown it can block infection from the virus in lab studies with mice. According to the researchers at the University of Holinsky in Finland. Why haven't we done this for the flu or the cold the te- and stuff like that? I, I don't know. This technology is cheap and highly manufacturable. There it is. That's why. And the inhibitor works equally well against all variants. It also works against the now extinct SARS virus. So it might might well also serve as an emergency measure against possible new coronaviruses. Nasal spray. That's what we're going to start doing. So we're going to start smoking weed every day two years, and doing nasal spray. Two years later, a thing to treat COVID is nasal spray. I want to just, can, can we just, can we just think about the past two years for five seconds? 
And I want you to think really hard in your cerebral cortex down to your cerebellum. And I want you to just envision everything that's happened the past two years. And now two years later, we have reports coming out that says that nasal spray and weed can help prevent COVID-19. You literally cannot make this up. I really hope at the vaccination sites, they now just have like some uh, weed that you can smoke. Yeah, no, I'll just, I'll just take the weed. <laughs> this has all been a major effort to legalize weed in the country so they can federally tax the crap out of it. Nope, that, that's it. I think we're on to something. That's the new conspiracy that theory. That is the new conspiracy Coronavirus theory. Coronavirus is made for weed. Yeah, it's made to legalize weed, <laughs> <laughs> to get it into the stores, and it's going to be crack prices in the gas station. Uh, wow. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Um, okay, let's talk about the Army not being able to recruit. So uh, I want to put this in contrast for you. So I joined the military in 2005, the height of the surge in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and when I joined, I got an enlistment bonus of $2,000. Okay, so for those of you who have never joined the military, you don't know how this works, but I'll tell you guys, when they give you an enlistment bonus, they give you half of it once you complete your training, minus taxes, and then they give the other half of it on your third year anniversary <clears throat> of your six-year term. So it's not really a signing <clears throat> bonus. And they tax it twice. Oh, lovely. So I got 750 bucks two times <laughs> when I enlisted. That makes me want to join. I'll see you later, Graham. But now the U.S. Army, because subsequently it turns out that it is uh, difficult to recruit people to join the Army during COVID times. Um, you know, when you've got Bucky's gas station hiring gas station attendants at $15 an hour because of inflation, et cetera, et cetera, it becomes difficult, right? Um, and also when you pay people to stay home and not have to work, it becomes difficult to, you know, convince people to sell their soul to the Army, all right? I don't even know if I could do it, and I was a dang good recruiter, but, you know, I digress. Uh, breaking news. Uh, you know what? We also said this, I said this a long time ago, you know, this push for stu student loan repayment is still going strong. And I do think Joe Biden is going to end up doing it. We'll get into his poll numbers here in a little bit. I do think he's going to end up forgiving student loans up to $50,000, which is the military's de facto biggest recruiting tool. Really? The well, yeah, end. That makes a lot of sense. The end. And, and, and that is one of the main reasons that people join the military. It's not for love of country. Get over yourself. This is the real world. This is America in 2022. 3% of the population actually really cares enough about America to put the uniform on. The rest of it is what you got for me, right? But that ain't even working because they're waiting on Joe Biden just to forgive, to write into law that, you know, $50,000 and under gets forgiven. I bet he'll do that close to the midterm elections to swing it in favor of the Democrats. Absolutely, he will. So the U.S. Army now is reporting for the first time ever, it's offering an enlistment bonus of $50,000. Now, again, I enlisted during the height of the wars. And I got $2,000. That's just a little bit more. And it says, why? 
The service is struggling to lure soldiers into certain critical jobs amid the continuing pandemic. Let's see if it has a list of what the critical jobs are uh, these days. Like I so said, you, I've been out for a while, so let me see if it'll say. So here. is that the same thing? You get half of it up front? Half yeah, of it. yeah. so they'll give you 25 tax. Well, I mean, I don't know. That That's the way they used to do it. Maybe it's a lump sum now. Uh, let's see if it says here. The U.S. Army for the first time is offering a maximum enlistment bonus of 50000 to highly skilled recruits who join for six years. Um, as the service struggles to lure critical MOSs, da 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 da, that shuttered schools and competitive job markets over the past year. So, heading into the most difficult months of the year for recruiting, the Army is hoping that some extra cash. We are still living the implications of 2020 and the onset of COVID. We lost a full class of young men and women that we didn't have contact with face to face. Two years of the pandemic has made it more difficult to recruit in schools and at public events, and the competition for quality workers has intensified as young people weigh their options. Basically, people are finding out they can make a hundred grand a year sitting at their house why join the army uh anyway there you go uh if you're looking for some cash join the military 50 grand um there you go all right let's see here what else we got going on oh okay omicron we're gonna talk all about omicron let's go but before we do that we got to get into a sponsor all right ladies and gentlemen we've talked about this joe biden 40-year high inflation, right? This guy is an absolute disaster, and he is going to take your savings and the money you have set aside for you and your family down the toilet with him. That's why I've partnered with Birch Gold, okay? This is not a money-making scheme. This is about protecting what is yours. I know how hard it is. I get it. I really do. I get it. Maybe you got $10,000 saved up. And it's taking you years to get that. Do you want to lose it? Do you want to lose it because of what this moron is doing in our government? Adding $3.5 trillion more dollars to the national debt? Do you want to lose it? No, of course you don't. You want to protect what is yours for you and your family. That's why Birch Gold, it is so vital to, to diversify in getting gold, silver, and precious metals. Okay, like like I said, this is not a money-making scheme, guys. This is to protect your money. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold, just like I do. And all you have to do, that's it. This is all you have to do. It's text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation free info kit. This 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. Also, right now, when you place an order with Birch Gold by February 28th, they will send you a copy of my new book, Signed, Dear America, Live Like It's 912. So not only do you have the opportunity to protect what's yours, I'll also throw in a free signed copy of my book. But there is no obligation to get the information for yourself. Don't take my word for it. All you got to do is text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now. All right. So let's talk about Omicron. Or now we've got the flu Rona and now there's Deltacron. Lots and, of big, scary stuff out uh, there, guys. You know, uh, all this stuff. Um, the Decepticon viruses. Anyway, um, everybody's going to get Omicron. 
If you haven't already had COVID, you're going to get Omicron. And if you've had COVID before, you still may get Omicron. It's going to be just not even as bad as it is for people who get Omicron for the first time. Um, and I'm going to start revealing some things to you that I find very interesting that all this stuff is finally starting to come out around the same time. Okay, so this is uh, Lord Fauci um, doing what he does best, loving to, uh, you know, talk to news outlets, et cetera, et cetera. Change his opinion day by day. Change his opinion day by day. And so this is an article, and I'm going to play you a video. So this is, this is Fauci, and the title of the article is Omicron Will Infect Just About Everyone. All right, let's see. Infectious disease expert. This is The Hill, by the way. Infectious disease expert and White House chief medical advisor, Anthony Fauci, said Tuesday that just about everybody will eventually be infected with the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. Omicron, with its un extraordinary, unprecedented degree of efficiency of transmissibility, will ultimately find just about everybody. Those who have been vaccinated and vaccinated and boosted would get exposed. So what's the point of the vaccination? But either way, some, maybe a lot of them, will get infected, but will very likely, with some exceptions, do reasonably well in the sense of not having hospitalization and death. I can't read today. Uh, let's see. The Omicron variant was discovered in November and has since caused a surge, and it is responsible now for 99.7% of all COVID cases. Omicron. All right? So... 0.3% of COVID cases are Delta now, and you don't even hear about the Alpha variant anymore. It's pretty much gone, I guess. Um, Fauci's comments follow similar remarks from Janet Woodcock, acting uh, commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration. Uh, I'm going to play that for you right now. Uh, this is her. Prior um, you know, approaches reflect what's going on right now. I think it's hard to process what's actually happening right now, which is most people are going to get COVID, all right? And what we need to do is make sure the hospitals can still function, transportation, you know, other essential services are not disrupted while this happens. I think after that will be a good time to reassess uh, how we're approaching this uh, pandemic. All right. So what I want to draw attention to you guys on is I want you to listen to the narrative changes here, right? The vaccines aren't working. They're just not. The lie is falling apart. I'm going to further expose it here in a minute after we get into COVID freaks. But it went from vaccinated, vaccinated, vaccines will save you, vaccines will this, to vaccinated, vaccinated, vaccinated. Okay, it won't save you from getting infected, but it'll save you from dying. Now the variants are weaker and weaker and weaker and less people are being hospitalized and dying. So now you just got to do it because we said so. And then now the narratives are changing it to where, look, man, at the end of the day, everybody's going to get it. So now we've got to worry about, you know, just having the medical staff to support care, not hospitalization so much, just care in general. Maybe you should have thought about that before you fired all the healthcare workers who refused to get the vaccine. But I digress. The narrative is now changing to there's nothing we can do about it. Everybody's going to get it. It's just got to run through everybody. And then we'll probably be in a really good herd immunity status at that point. Sounds like the flu the every year. The NCAA in basketball, I can't remember what state it was, has even now incorporated natural immunity into their COVID protocols. That if you've had COVID, 
they consider that a form of uh, vaccination. But I want to talk about COVID insanity for a little bit here, because like I said before, COVID has broken people. It's broken people. They're broke, 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 shattered. Like the movie Split, just multiple personalities out of people. Here we go. Crazy people. Now this, what I'm about to show you, this is a scene from the Dallas County or Dallas City Council. This person, I don't know if this person is actually a doctor or a nurse, but they're in scrubs. And it's basically, you know, when they allow people to come and speak at the city council stuff. This person is in full scrubs and has a mask. And this is a minute, 29 seconds. And I apologize for your ear holes to have to hear this, but you need to hear it. Okay, so this man has an opportunity to speak his mind at city council. And this is what he decides to do. You're going to get Corona from Mona. Don't vaccinate. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. You got to vaccinate in the Lone Star State. Vaccination is so great. Vaccinate me all day long. Vaccinate your daddy and mom. Vaccinate my body. Vaccinate me at the party. I vaccine dream. I love the vaccine all day long. I want to vaccinate your mom. I want to stick it deep in your arm. Oh, my. Where are you? I want to vaccinate you. But you can't hear my song. Vaccinate me in my thong. Vaccination, right or wrong. Dr. Fauci, give me that ouchie. I want it in my body. Vaccinate me to go to the party. Oh, Morris. Okay, all right. It's too painful. You get the point. That might be the absolute worst thing I've ever heard in That's, my entire life. This this is a this is an adult. Okay, this is an adult. Um this next thing I'm fixing to share with you is a Twitter thread. And it's long, but I'm going to read it to you as best that I can. This is by Bob Wachter. He is the chair of the UCF UCSF Department of Medicine. Okay, this is a doctor, and I'm going to read you this very long tweet because you need to hear this. This is a medical doctor. Okay, so bear with me as I try to read this man's insanity. Here we go. All right, again, this is a doctor. He is the chair of the Department of Medicine at UCSF, or UCSF. All right, here we go. This is Bob. I've been tweeting about COVID for nearly two years, but this week it became personal when my 28 year old younger son got it with his permission i'll describe his experience and how i approached his situation given the realities of life and the rapidly changing evidence my son who lives in san francisco is generally healthy but overweight placing him in a moderately high risk group he's been quite careful since march of 2020 and has received three modernas he used to wear a two-ply cloth mask since Ami, Omicron, he switched to a KN95 with my encouragement. He works in downtown San Francisco in customer service, so he has a lot of people contact. I've worried that he'd get it from work or from the bus, but that's not how it happened. Instead, one of the few friends he sometimes sees in person, another fully vaxxed young person who has also been quite careful came over Monday night to watch a movie. She felt fine, as did he. 
Wednesday a.m., a mere 36 hours later, he woke up and felt awful. Sore throat, dry cough, muscle aches, chills, no taste or smell abnormalities, though. I told him to stay home and drink fluids and take Tylenol or Advil. Local pharmacies were all out of rapid tests, but I had one stashed away. He came outside. I wore an N95 mask and we ran it with a nasal swab. It was negative. I was a little reassured, though. He was not. Dad, it feels just like I felt after my vaccine, he said. He seemed sick enough to be infectious. I wondered if he'd be an example of the newly reported problems with false negative rapid tests in the first days of Omicron infection. I'm going to skip through this a little bit here. The next day, this is where it gets insane. The next day, uh, now, mind you, this person's son is 28 years old. 28 years old. Here we go. The next day, I called him at 9 a.m. No answer. My brain knows the odds of fully vaxxed young person dying are near zero. Still, I wondered briefly if he'd survived the night. Evidence-based medicine meets parental emotion. I tried again at 10. Still no answer. Then I let myself into his place and found him sleeping and breathing. An hour or so later, he heard from the friend he saw Monday night she had tested positive. Of course, that increased my son's odds of having COVID, but still the incubation time of less than two days seemed awfully short. It was time for another rapid test. This time, based on early reports that swabbing throat plus nose improves yield of Omicron versus nose alone. That's what we did. A good rub around his tonsils and tongue. Gross. Oh my gosh, that would hurt. And then swab a bit gross, both nostrils, the 15-minute wait, and then the pink line. He was positive. Oh, no. Like millions of other young people, my son had COVID. I felt a strange guilt, not entirely rational, but real, for not having protected him. Let me read through here. Oh, okay. He called in sick to work, set himself up for a five-day of strict isolation. And I set out to figure out his prognosis and if treatment was merited. I knew deep down that the odds, here we go. This is what I want you to hear. I knew deep down that the odds of a bad case were low. But when it's your kid, you freak out a bit. Regarding prognosis, youth helps. Compared to his 64-year-old dad, he has a one-fourth the hospitalization risk and one-twenty-fifth the death, the death risk. An online risk calculator which doesn't consider Vax or Omicron, but does consider age and risk factors, calculated the risk of hospitalization at 2.3%. I figured that his three times Vax cuts that by about 80% and Omicron's mildness by another 50%. So maybe a 1 in 300 chance, also known as a 0.3% chance of needing hospitalization. There are four main treatment options. Again, this is a medical doctor. This is a crazy person writing but, but all this on, out. That 0.3%, that's, that's 0.3 too much, Graham. There are four main treatment options for a symptomatic outpatient. One, monoclonal antibodies, which, by the way, they told 
Governor Ron DeSantis, he was crazy once upon a time over that. Uh, but the only one that works against Omicron, I'm assuming he has Omicron because Omicron is now the dominant in the U.S. at 99.7% of COVID cases, is extremely hard to get. Blah, 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 pill, uh, Pfizer's pill, Paxlovid, which cuts the chance of hospitalization by 90%. Why are we not talking about that pill? But either way. We'll only use in severe immunocompromised folks. The third choice, remdesivir, an IV drug that we've long used in hospitals, shown to cut it down by 87%, but that's only for people in the hospital. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I called this doc who noted that the pills have benefit when used before day five. He said I'd err on not treating. He said wisely, but might reconsider if things worsened in the next couple of days. It is now day four. His pulse oximeter rating is fine at 97%. His heart rate has slowed. He's a bit less fluish. But his throat still hurts like hell. When five days are up, he'll do another rapid if I can find one. If negative, he'll leave isolation and wear a KN95. If positive, he'll stay isolated another five days. Am I worried about long COVID? A little. Literature is a mess. Some studies show 50% of people have persistent greater than one month symptoms. Other studies say it's more like 5%. Scroll down here. Uh, Should he have watched movies with his friend? I think so. It seemed like a fairly safe encounter, but while Omicron is surging, even low risk stuff things that were safe last month may now be risky. Given how quickly this storm may pass, it seems wise to hunker down a bit. My son should do okay, but the illness and anxiety it causes are miserable. Resigning ourselves to getting Omicron doesn't seem right, especially since the surge may be short-lived. I still think it's an experience best avoided for you and your loved ones, if you can. You would think that his son had passed away, experienced the worst possible sickness in the history of sickness, and now had complete anxiety about it this man wrote a 25 tweet thread talking about his son's sore throat muscle and body aches that's it and in the process affirmed that omicron is 50 percent less severe than delta that was less severe than the variants before it this is a doctor People, a doctor. This is, this is the doctor that denies treating you because you don't have the vaccine. That's who this doctor is. He's a crazy lunatic. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with super educated people that are the dumbest people in the history of the planet. Smart, but no common sense whatsoever. Well, now let's listen to Jen Psaki lie about COVID. This was just yesterday. And then we're going to get into the truth that the CDC director just released. Let's listen to old uh, Raggedy Ann talk for a minute. We understand that you guys plan to rely on the Postal Service to send out these free tests whenever they're ready. But the Postal Service says they're going to have a staffing shortage because of your vaccine mandate. So would you pull back on the vaccine mandate if it meant getting people these free tests sooner. 
The Postal Service also delivered 98, 99% of packages on time in advance of Christmas. And they also, their leaders have also said they're eager to take on this challenge. So we welcome that and we're looking forward to working Here with comes them to the get lie. this test out to the public. I understand that the science says that vaccines prevent death, but I'm triple vaxxed, still got COVID. You're triple vaxxed, still got COVID. Why is the president still referring to this as a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Well, I, I think, Peter, there's a significant difference between, and you just you just experienced this, and not to expose your public health experience, but I can speak to mo mine as well. I had been triple vaxxed. I had minor symptoms. There is a huge difference between that and being unvaccinated. You are 17 times more likely to go to the hospital if you're not vaccinated, 20 times more likely to die. And those are significant, serious statistics. So yes, the impact uh, for people who are unvaccinated is far more dire than those who are vaccinated. 20 more times likely to die. Okay? So I'm guaranteed to die in the next year. That's what you just said, right? 20 more times likely to die. Well, this was from Rochelle Walensky, medical doctor, and she is the CDC director. She's the lady that you see talking on behalf of the CDC all the time. And she reported this 21 hours ago. That they finally have the study on the severity of those infected with the Omicron variant compared to the Delta variant. She posted charts and things, but I'm just going to break down what she says. Okay, so listen to what Saki just said. Now listen to what the director of the CDC is now saying. This is Omicron. 53% less risk of symptomatic hospitalization. 74% less risk of ICU admission. Now, Hold on. Before, I'm going to go back and read these again. Now, let's put this in perspective. We have almost tenfolded our daily counts of cases of this virus. Like 760,000 positives a day right now. This thing is going everywhere. But yet, these are the results. 53% less risk of symptomatic hospitalization. 74% less risk of ICU admission, 91% less risk of death, zero Omicron patients required mechanical ventilation, zero. And this is from the CDC, right? This is from the director of the CDC. The freaking charts have the White House and the CDC symbol on it. The Omicron variant is infecting, in America alone, almost a million people a day. But it has a 91% reduction in mortality. Now, to, to remind you, there was a 99.7% chance you were going to live on the old variants. And this variant is 91% less deadly. But if you're unvaccinated, you have a 20 times chance of death. Well, that's what Saki says, but that's not what the CDC data is showing. Very, very interesting stuff. Um, and it makes you really ask the questions of why all the lockdowns, right? If everybody's going to get COVID, because that's what the narrative's changing to, if everybody's, every, everybody's going to get it, everybody's going to get it. Well, then why are we locking everybody down? 
If everybody's going to get it anyway, then what does it matter if we're in our homes or not? If it truly does not matter, and these stats from the CDC, because now they've been able to study Omicron since November, mm-hmm. what are what are, what are we afraid of? A ninety-one percent decretion of mortality on a already ninety-nine point seven whatever percent survival rate illness. It's insanity. It's absolute insanity. But they're coming after free speech even harder now because we're not allowed to talk about this. What do I mean? I'll tell you as soon as we get into this sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people didn't even make resolutions this year. And you know what? I get it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up. Whether it's by switching up your workout routine or going someplace new, whatever you challenge yourself this new year, there's no better way to do it than with a pair of everyday buds from Raycon wireless earbuds in your ear. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally, no matter how much you shake, no matter how much you work out, no matter how much you run, no matter how much you fall down, they're not falling out of your ears. Their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. There's also an awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings so you can take Raycons with you wherever you go. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 48,000 five-star reviews. Right now, my listeners here at the Dear America Podcast can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash gram. That's buyraycon.com slash gram to save 15% on Raycon's everyday earbuds that's by raycon.com slash graham now all right so forever we've been talking about the fact that the only safe place that we have to talk about things is here on podcast but the hill is now reporting that joe rogan is under attack because doctors are calling out to spotify over false and societally harmful assertions on Joe Rogan's show. A coalition of doctors and science educators are calling for Spotify to take action against misinformation spread on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. By allowing the propagation of false and societally harmful assertions, Spotify is enabling its hosted media to damage public trust in scientific research and sow doubt in the credibility of data-driven guidance offered by medical professionals. An open letter signed by 270 healthcare professionals. One of them was probably Bob that we read earlier. And Fauci. And Fauci. Uh, Joe Rogan has an estimated 1.1 million listeners and immense influence, according to the letter. Um, All of the stuff they're talking about, didn't he have doctors and epidemiologists and, you know, virality specialists and all these other things? Didn't he have, like, experts to have conversations with Mm -hmm. in fact i listen to joe rogan stuff a lot and um the majority of it is just that it's conversation 
but we're not allowed to have conversations anymore. Why would we? Did you guys know that right now they are putting barricades around the White House? A second barricade? So there's already a a, a, a fence around the White House. But right now, as we speak, photos are circulating that they are putting like thick concrete barricades around the White House. Did you know that? I did not know that. Saw that today. And, you know, it comes on the heels of this. Uh, Biden's approval crashes to 33%, the lowest in history for a president at this point in their presidency. Now, remind you, a year ago, Joe Biden was the most popular president in history. Remember that? 81 million votes. Remember? Everybody loved Biden. And now a year later, he has the lowest approval rating of any president at this point in their presidency in history. 60% of the population feared democracy is in danger of collapse. Well, I hate to say that we told you so, but we told you so. Uh, just a third of Americans approve of President Joe Biden's job as president in a new poll released Wednesday with just three quarters of Democrats registering to support him. This isn't just Republicans, this is Democrats as well. 53% disapproval, approval rating of 3%. A substantial 13% said they had no opinion in the survey, saying that they feared democracy is over. Biden's disapproval among Democrats in the survey was at a 14%. So he's doubled his disapproval among Democrats since November. I wonder why they're putting barricades around the White House. I wonder what happens when these food shortages and these food food supply chain issues and everything start becoming a real, real issue. I wonder if they're concerned that people might start to become angry. Sounds like it. At the job that he is doing. We're living in some crazy times, ladies and gentlemen. They're talking about a Biden-Liz Cheney ticket which they're hitting Kamala Harris up. Do you know anything about that? They hate each other. That's the truth. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, they hate each other. Um, Joe Biden will be, Joe Biden is a dementia patient patient right now, but he will be totally senile by the time 2024 comes around. Mm-hmm. They're already trying to get Hillary Clinton that like, like they're trying to like drag her out of her mothballs and all this stuff and prep her back up because they have no one else. Because they want Michelle Obama, but it's yet to be seen. And it just is going to keep getting crazier every single day until we as Americans say no more. Go out, live your life. Do not live in fear. The end. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure to share it with your friends in your text message on your social media pages. Leave us a review and give us five stars. It helps us be discovered in the charts. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. And we'll see you all again next time.